It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello and welcome to the POC Podcast. I'm your host, Andrea, and I'm joined by my amazing co-host. What's up, Carla? What up? What's up, Maite? Hello. Welcome back from seeing the mouse, rat, or whatever creature. For the record, record, the reason we use rat is because Sari knows what the mouse is. So if you use a rat, he doesn't realize what we're talking about. Ah, so this is some tricky parental genius. This is tricky parental stuff. Yes, tricky parental genius. I support it. I'm here for it. Put it in my back pocket. Tips. All right, all right. right. So should we dive into this fucking crazy week? Because there's a lot to talk about. Definitely. (laughs) Monday was Memorial Day. Uh, We all got to chill and relax. And uh, we normally expect, you know, a beautiful ceremony throughout, you know, parades all over the place. Politicians go. They, you know, they say thank to the vets and all that good stuff and all who have given and lost their lives and all that wonderful stuff. The president normally goes and raises a a wreath at, you know, the Tomb of the Unknown. But the fool at the White House this year, he was doing a little awkward dance with the Marine that was doing the presentation of the wreath. He couldn't keep up with him. That was weird thing number one. And then when they started to do the national anthem, he's literally like dancing. (laughs) He forgot the word. He was mouthing the words to the national anthem, and every he would only say like a couple of words. He would stop and then say two more, <laughs> but like it was like he was mouthing. He wasn't like singing or anything. It was fucking weird. We'll put the video up on the show notes. So that was Memorial Day, guys. Another day, another gaff. Oh my goodness. We woke up Tuesday morning to news that Manuel Noriega, also Panamanian dictator, is dead at eighty-three. Drug king, kingpin Manuel, Manuel Noriega died at the age of eighty-three. He served. A brutal six-year reign and was the first uh, foreign leader to be convicted of crimes in a U.S. court, uh, spending nearly two decades in U.S. prisons. He was in cahoots with the Medellin cartel in Colombia and let some of the country's biggest banks launder money. So, yay! <laughs> All right, um, a second of silence for Noriega. Nah. All right. Nah, well, that, was, that was quick. That was a quick All and be- because it wouldn't be a week if we didn't have some Trump-Russia, because, sorry. We found some news per CNN that Russians discussed potentially derogatory info about Trump and his associates during their campaign. Russian government officials discussed having potentially derogatory information about the then-presidential candidate Donald Trump and some of his top aides and conversations intercepted by the U.S. intelligence during the 2016 election. According Keep me to- tape! <laughs> well, actually... Interesting that you mentioned the PP tape because we definitely don't want to see that shit, even if it's real. Just let us know it's real, but we don't need to see it. One source described the info as financial in nature and said that the discussion centered on whether Russians had leverage on Trump's inner circle. The source said that the intercepted communication suggested that U.S. intelligence believed that they had the ability to influence the administration through this derogatory info. So maybe it's all the money he owes or some money laundering shit. Who knows? But I'm sure we'll find out more soon. And we talked last week about how Flynn was going to take the Fifth Amendment, but he changed his mind. He's actually going to provide the info because 
Senate Democrats were tricky because he pled the Fifth Amendment. They then subpoenaed his companies. And obviously a company is not a person, so a company has no Fifth Amendment rights. Wait, has, has the Supreme Court ruled on this? Because, you know, for some uh, things they're... I don't know if this is a fifth if this is a Supreme Court like it's gotten up to the Supreme Court but he's not fighting it. So he said that he's going to give them the first batch of info by June 6th. So That's I think like in 2 days. Yep, so to, we'll see what's in that batch of info. I apologize already because I'm about to go on a rant. <laughs> I didn't even want to talk about this, but oh, after no. all the after all the hypocrisy, it has to be done. Unless you're living under a rock, I'm sure you heard Kathy Griffin had a stupid video where she was holding a severed head that looked like Trump, which is fucked up. I hate when people had effigies of Obama burning or Second Amendment solutions for Hillary. It's not cool. Trump is awful, but I don't want somebody to kill him. But it's clearly a fucking stupid video. She's what, like a hundred and something pounds? What the fuck is she really going to do? But it's a stupid video, and we don't want Pence's president. And then no. she had the ovaries to go apologize and say, "You know what? I'm sorry. I went too far. I fucked up. I realized that." Full stop. Like it was within the same couple hours. I'm still waiting for a lot of apologies from a lot of people, but we'll start off with the Trumps. All of them. All these motherfuckers being whiny little fucking bitches. Let's start off with the biggest whiny little bitch, Trump himself, Donald Trump, or as you affectionately call him, might they? Donald J. Trump. Donald J. Trump? Yes, him. He tweeted, and I quote, Kathy Griffin should be ashamed of herself. My children, especially my little 11-year-old son, Baron, are having a hard time with this. Sick! Exclamation point. Wait, time out. When was the last time you saw his child? Yes! This is my point. Not even on fucking Mother's Day he barely saw his child. He's fucking golfing every other weekend instead of going up to see his family or having them come down to see him. Get the fuck out of here. No. I'm sure the family is and okay then, with that. Supposedly TMC was like, oh, Melania made this whole big thing where apparently Baron saw it and he started screaming that he was traumatized. Mommy, mommy, daddy's on TV dead. What the fuck? I mean, I'm a nerd, right? But what 11-year-old, if they're by themselves watching TV, is going to choose to watch cable TV? Because who else is talking about this but cable TV? You know what I'm saying? Like, you're an 11-year-old boy. What are you watching? Pokemon. Yes. Yeah. Or some other cartoon bullshit. Like... You're not watching cable news. So I'm not buying this. But anyway. He just wanted to whine and complain about it. I mean, it was horrible. It sucked. And he finally had people, like, defending him. So he just wanted to milk it. Yeah, I mean, I figure... I'm I'm so exhausted of this, but I figure it's that whole, like, both sides do it. And Donald Jr. went on, like, a tirade. He really wanted Kathy Griffin fired. But the one that really pissed me off... Disgusting, but not surprising. This is the left today. They consider this acceptable. Imagine if a conservative did this to Obama as POTUS. Okay, Donald Trump Jr. Cue the pictures of of Obama effigies, of him being hung, of hanging there with nooses. Oh, maybe his daughter's being called every awful name in the book. Yes, and this and that. You know, it's it's the amount of hatred that that man received. So get the fuck out of here. And not one of those people fucking apologize. Oh, no, because it's all First Amendment rights. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. But where are Kathy Griffin's First Amendment rights? Good thing she has a First Amendment rights lawyer who's about to take this shit. And, I mean, her career might be ruined, but she's about to go to the bike. Oh, there's like, no way her career's ruined. Mm, to some people. She's... Nah. But I think she'll this come back. This will blow over. This will blow over. Yeah, it will. And she's been fired from CNN, CNN before and rehired. 
many times. <laughs> so she'll be back by New Year's. But for now. But I still think she's going to make a lot of bank on this First Amendment suit. And then Melania issued some bullshit statement. As a mother, as a wife, as a human being, that photo is very disturbing. When you consider, I should do the like the Russian action. When you consider the atrocities happening in the world today, a photo opportunity like this is simply wrong. You can't make you wonder about the mental state of the person who did it. Wait, you're done. You be trying to be Russian or British? I don't know <laughs> what the fuck was happening, but either way, we're wondering your mental mental state at the moment. <laughs> yes, I'm kind of wondering myself. Um, so yeah, I mean, like we said, I call bullshit. There's so many images, and we're going to link to the page. I apologize, these are graphic, but I feel like it has to be done. So there's, I put, I'm putting a crap load of images on our site of the pictures of Obama being lynched, of Ted Nugent uh, saying, and I quote at a concert, Obama, he's a piece of shit. I told him to suck my machine gun. Hey, Hillary, you might want to ride one of these into the sunset as he fired a machine gun. He summed up his eloquent speech by screaming, Freedom! Uh, but he got to go to the White House and take a stupid asshole picture in front of Hillary's portrait, official portrait at the White House. I, he hasn't apologized. But Kathy Griffin, who apologized, still needs to be fired and be vilified, you know, persecuted. Wait, my turn. Go, go. Go, go, go. And you guys saw what happened with Bill Maher this week. Oh, my God, yeah. And... Everybody was jumping to to defend him. Yeah. And I think what he did was a million times more offensive. Yeah. A million times. And what Kathy Griffin did was probably in bad taste. Yeah. But it was an interesting artistic representation of her feelings. Yeah. Bill was just being a racist dick. Yeah, I mean, but well, he's everybody's defending time. him. But it's not the first time he's been a racist dick. So for him, it's a trend. Kathy Griffin right. does stupid shit all the time. but And she has the vagina and he has a dick, so... Yeah, there we go. Yeah. yeah. I thought you were going to say that. I was waiting for that one. Yeah, I was waiting for that comment, too. But <laughs> I was going to piggyback off my original little rant and say, speaking of apologies, just bear with me, because I'm going to go through a list of shit that Trump should actually apologize for, if you are apologizing. <laughs> And, you know, okay, guys, this, pod, this podcast today might be a two-day-long podcast. Yes. But if I don't say it. Sip some tea, get some popcorn, because I'm about to hit you with some shit. So thanks still that Trump hasn't apologized for since he launched his campaign, but he should. He should apologize to the Mexican-Americans for saying they're bringing in drugs, they're bringing in crime, they're rapists. And for his bullshit Taco, Mayo, Taco Cinco de Mayo tweet. To Senator McCain for saying he wasn't a war hero. To Megan Kelly for accusing her of having blood for coming out of her wherever. To Carla Fiorina for yelling at a debate. Look at that face. Why would anybody vote for her? Could that be that next president? To the New York Times reporter, Serge Kervaleski, for physically mocking him. Serge has a congenital disease that affects his joints. To Muslims for calling for a total and complete shutdown of Muslims entering the U.S. until its country representatives can figure out what the hell is going on. To Christians for butchering 2 Corinthians. Not two Corinthians. To the Pope for wishing an attack on the Vatican and saying, if and when the Vatican is attacked by ISIS, which as everyone knows is ISIS' ultimate trophy, I can promise you the Pope would have only wished and prayed that Donald Trump would be the President of the United States. Because it wouldn't have happened. To Ted Cruz's father for linking him to Lee Harvey Oswald and Dave Case's assassination. To Judge Gonzalo Curiel for saying the Indiana-born judge could not judge a case. 
based on his ethnicity. So the cons were talking shit about a gold star family and saying, if you look at his wife, just standing there, she had nothing to say. She probably maybe wasn't allowed to have anything to say. To Hillary <laughs> for 2016, <laughs> uh, particularly for saying, if Hillary gets to pick her judges, nothing we can do, folks. Although Second Amendment people, maybe you can do something. For, and for calling her the founder of ISIS and questioning her stamina. Because where's his stamina at? Whoa, I'm out of breath, guys. But I was trying to go fast, so we're not here 10 hours. Are so you done? I'm done. Nah, did, there's more. She I just did, chose the best I, one. I did the greatest hits and because I, hello. we had he other things to talk Jorge, about. He screamed at Jorge Ramos. Can, oh, yeah. Can you yes. to apologize for Jorge Ramos, please? Yes. Uh, okay. for Jorge Wait, can, Ramos, we, can we take... A minute of saying Jorge Ramos. Ah. Okay. (laughs) (sighs) All right. Now that we're done swinging over Jose Ramos, we can talk over other cool journalists. So the Washington Post had an interesting article that kind of got buried with all the other Madison bullshit. The men that were probing Ivanka's Trump's brand in China were arrested or missing. A man investigating work conditions at a Chinese company that produces Ivanka Trump's ugly-ass shoes has been arrested, and two others are missing. The arrested man and the advocacy group shared on Tuesday. China Labor Watch, a New York nonprofit, was planning to publish a report next month alleging that they have low pay, excessive overtime that's unpaid, and possible misuse of student interns. It is unclear about whether the investigation methods that were used were actually legal in China, though. Um, or if they're just now because it's they're investigating Melania and now, you know, President Xi had cake. He's trying to cover her, her ass. But, like, it's still not cool. Like, how do people just go missing because they're investigating some shit? Like, not cool, man. Not cool. House of cards. Mm-hmm. I, I mean... I actually have to catch up on House of Cards because it just came out this week. But I'm like, I've actually kind of been dreading it because I'm like, the real world is so much scarier. I like my House of Cards being scarier than the real world. I'm still trying to finish season four. It's so good. Uh, So that takes us to Wednesday, guys. Woo! We made it to hump day. So check this out. So Trump, the AP reported, is using his private cell phone and raising security concerns. Trump has been handing out his cell phone to a number of world leaders and urging them to call urging them to call him directly. It's an unusual invitation because it breaks diplomatic protocol and it's raising concerns about security and secrecy of the commander in chief's communications. So this is stupid on so many levels. One security, obviously you don't want his little bullshit android to get tapped and broken into. And two, this is really bad because what if he's normally when you have these type of calls with other world leaders, other aides are there so that they can record like, oh, he said they were going to meet at this time. They agreed to exchange A for B or whatever was promised so that they can actually follow through. Especially with Trump, he probably runs his mouth like, hey, I'll promise you this if you give me that. Now, nobody knows except Trump. There's no record. There's nothing. It's just not cool. But, you know, Hillary's emails, guys. But her emails. But her emails news came out from WAPO. Uh, Congress is investigating possible another possible sessions Kislyak meeting. Our favorite racist Keebler elf, Jefferson Beauregard Sessions, had an additional private meeting with Russia's ambassador during the presidential campaign, according to Republican and Democratic sources on the Hill. Investigators are requesting additional info, including schedules from sessions 
and a, a source tells CNN. They're focusing on whether such a meeting took place April 27th at the Mayflower Hotel, where uh, Trump was actually giving a f his first major far foreign policy speech. Prior to the speech, Sessions and Kiziak met, attended a small VIP meeting with other organizing diplomats. The FBI is also, seeking, uh, is also seeking to determine the extent of the interaction which Sessions may have had at the event as their broader counterintelligence investigation into the interference. The FBI is looking into if there was more meetings and who actually joined them. CNN also reported they had confirmed that senators had asked Comey to investigate Jeffrey Beauregard Sessions for possible perjury. That would be kind of amazing. If they could lock that down. Just shut it down. That would be a great head, head so to speak, pun intended, mm -hmm. uh, on the mantle. <laughs> so that was Wednesday, ladies. Woohoo! Are you guys tired yet? <laughs> so tired. I'm tired of winning. There's just so much winning. <laughs> Speaking of winning, another possible head that may be coming down. On Thursday, we found out that Washington Post had more details about Kushner's meeting with the Kremlin Bank. And the, their description of what happened doesn't really match up to what Kushner is saying or his attorneys. And that's some shit, guys. So the White House and the Russian state-owned bank have very different explanations of what went down. Uh, the bank maintained this week that it had a session that was held as part of a new business strategy that was conducted with Kushner in his role as his family's real estate business not White House issues, which makes sense because even though the bank is led by a former KGB trained spy, which I'm sure is doing some kind of intel, it wouldn't make sense to do diplomacy through a bank. But yeah, I mean, it, Russia's like, yeah, no, that's not what happened. We were talking business, like real estate business, not diplomatic. This fucking guy's back. Devin Nunes, guys, he's back doing some <laughs> shit. Can we shut the shit down? Because he was supposed to be recused. But let me tell you guys what happened. So the House Intelligence Panel subpoenaed Flynn and Michael Cohen and also some unmasking documentation they've seeked. The House Intelligence Committee issued subpoenas Wednesday for Michael Flynn, Michael Cohen, who's Trump's personal lawyer, part of their probe into the activity in the 2016 election by the Russians. The panel also issued subpoenas up about unmasking of names separate to the Russia investigation. The three subpoenas about Rice... Brennan and Powers revealing the names were signed by Nunes, who wanted more information about who may unveil the name of Trump's aides in U.S. monitored lines. Nunes has technically has unilateral authority as the committee's chair to issue subpoenas, but he was supposed to be uh -huh, recused. Adam Schiff said if the reports are accurate, subpoenas related to unmasking would have been sent by Nunes acting separately from the committee and not approved by any of the minority. Ain't that some shady shit, guys. We're back to to kind of weirdness. Can we talk about this for a minute, though? Like, are we just giving up on the fucking house at this point? Them doing anything productive? They're not doing Yeah. They've never, what have they done productive? They haven't done shit. Like, they were starting to give subpoena. The subpoena to Michael Cohen and to Flynn makes sense. But the other bullshit, like, get the fuck out of here. Come on, guys. Like, quit wasting time and money. But that's what they're the best at. <sighs> It's just frustrating. It just makes them look ridiculous. Like, what are they doing? Um, what they're doing is they are entertaining us with Trump Russia while doing backroom stuff that we're not paying attention to and getting shit accomplished. And whatever they accomplish screws us over. Yeah, I actually, maybe we should put a pin on that because I completely agree. I'm kind of freaking out that 
the Senate has been so quiet. Like, what the fuck is happening with that bill to re- repeal and go fuck yourself? What are well, they doing? They're redoing it on back, behind, like, no, I know, but like, what's what I'm saying? Like, give me some details. Like, what do you have? How many votes do you have? Like, are you getting close to the 50? Like, what the fuck is happening? Uh, yeah, they're not they close to anything yet. They came out the door and they're doing the trying from scratch. I don't, t- I don't trust that turtle as far as I can throw him. I wouldn't put it past him to be able to manage to put 50 together, guys. I'm a little scared. <laughs> yeah. But no, they're I back agree. home like, and they're, they're hiding right now. They're in a hiding mode at the moment back yeah. home. Who was the guy who was? His there were protesters all around his <laughs> office, and he was on the roof. Daryl motherfucking Isa, that idiot. Oh my god, what a chicken shit! And then he tried to to say, "Oh no, I was I went to shake their hands, and I was just taking a picture of the beautiful crowd." Yeah, uh-huh. my ass. <laughs> I'm not buying what you're selling. Speaking of lies and violations of things. White House waivers may have violated ethics rules, according to the New York Times, guys. The Trump crisis, or administration as I have to call it, may have skirted federal rules by retroactively granting a blanket exception that allowed Bannon, senior White House strategist, to communicate with editors at Breitbart News, where he was uh, recently an executive. The waiver that, in fact, remains unclear whether it was issued unusual to Walter Schaub, the director of the Office of Government Ethics, who questioned its validity, saying, there's no thing as a retroactive waiver. If you need a retroactive waiver, you violated governmental rules. Now, do we think something's going to happen with this, guys? <laughs> no. Might they shaking her head no. <laughs> In a way, I don't know an issue if the next four years they're just talking crap and they accomplish nothing because I'm scared of whatever they try to accomplish. But the thing is, though, that they are accomplishing things. We just don't hear about them. Yeah. Or they don't, yeah, they don't hit the news. Like, there's been about, what, three people who have died in, under ICE custody? And yep. you have people being deported with no criminal records. You have, like, all that's going on with net neutrality and internet privacy, the environmental stuff. I mean, they're, they're doing plenty. It's just that it's so much that people just can't keep track of it. Yeah. And I mean, and I love you some Trump Rush's story, but I think we need to stay on it. And like, which is one, I want to see if I can dig in and maybe get some, some info about what rumors are, what word is on some of that other stuff, you know? Right. And the thing is also the media gets more attention when they talk about Trump Russia than when they talk about other stuff. Yeah. Either Trump Russia or whatever his latest gaffe is that day, you know, whatever, whatever, whatever's on the Twitter machine. Whatever. Yeah. Whatever's on the Twitter machine. What did he tweet today? What did he get into a Twitter fight with today? Breaking news. Breaking news. Trump has tweeted. Breaking news. Trump has tweeted. I know. It's, I can't deal. It makes it scary when he's on your Twitter machine. It's way too much. Pootie Poot had some thoughts when he was in an interview. He has shifted from his previous blanket denials of the Russians being involved with 2016's election. And now he's saying, maybe some patriotic-minded private Russian hacker could have been involved in the cyber attack. Uh, maybe they meddled in the election. I don't know. I could have... Andrea, what is up with you and these accents today? <laughs> I don't know. I was trying to go for a Russian, but maybe I'm just going to stop. No, you didn't sound too bad. That was a little better. Pooty Poot was better. My, my Pooty Poot was better. My Pooty Poot was better than my Melania. That's kind of sad. <laughs> but, I mean, 
like, what, what do we think? Is Pootie Poot just fuck, fucking with us? <laughs> oh, yeah, he's having a field day with his shit. He's like, also, never, so it's fun. We've never given him a platform from anything. Now he has a platform for everything. He could sit there and have press conferences about us every single day, even twice a day if he wants. Wow, there's definitely enough material. Here's, and after a few drinks, he could do another press conference. Yeah, just I, I need some more vodka. Vodka, please. <laughs> yes. Make it strong, because I'm a big, burly <laughs> man. I'm going to take my shirt off now and ride the horse. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> That is, uh, uh, or, or hang on, I'm going to lace up my hockey skates and <laughs> I'll cut a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my, oh God. my God. I fucking hate Pooty Poot, guys. <laughs> and you know what? I think Pooty. sometimes I think that he was not that into Trump at all. He just wanted to do whatever it took to, to take hills down, to take hills down. Because I think he hated her so much. He hated her so much because she will always be smarter and stronger than he is and more admired by the whole world than he will ever be. And because she had no pelo en la lengua to call him out on the bullshit. Like, you're a legend and be fake. Yeah, and these men, they they want to be respected, but they're feared. And that's not the same thing. Mm -mm. Yeah, they're just insecure little children. Okay, guys, are we ready to do this? The sad news of the week. Yes. The Paris Accord. In Celebrity Apprentice, is the world going to die? Is the planet going to be safe? We finally get the ending of the show, guys. And no surprise, Trump said we're leaving the Paris Accord because he's a moron. But I did want to point some things out, some facts that, uh, you know, you may know or you may not, but I think are important. Under the Accord... Countries are allowed to withdraw four years from the date that the agreement was entered into force, meaning the U.S. can only officially exit the agreement on November 4th, 2020. 2020's election day is November 3rd, bitches. (laughs) So, uh, yeah, we need to get somebody who is not actually going to get the fuck out of here. The spin machine was going crazy the next day. They were like, we're, we're not getting off of the Paris Accord. We're just going to re-co- re-look at the contract to come back. Blah, blah, blah. 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 Well, before, give me a second, but definitely putting a pin on that, my thing. We'll come back to that. There's literally everybody in the world is in this shit, which is unprecedented. Like, nobody who gets 195, 197 nations together to all agree on one thing, Right. And the only countries that are not in, agree- are in the agreement are Syria. They're a little bit busy with their own civil war. So they, they, they can't really worry about, you know, climate change at the moment. It's important, obviously, but they have their own other problems that are, they have their hands full. You know, hospitals not getting bombed, pooty poot getting up in there. You know, what, what other people from your country that are going to, you know, get gas. You know, you get to support other priorities. And Nicaragua, who didn't sign it, but not because they didn't agree with it, but because they didn't feel it went far enough. And now us. So America first, guys. America first. (laughs) And I'm going to put a nice little video that scrolls really fast so every country that's in the Paris Accord. As a result of this, Elon Musk, uh, CEO of Tesla and SpaceX, he said, I'm out. Robert Iger said, I'm out. He's the CEO of Disney. Speaking of the rat, mouse. 
Uh, they both of them quit Trump's Economic Advisory Council. So that's two high-profile names that were like, we can't support this. And I think that's how it should be. I, I support people that are staying in this administration or Trump crisis with the hopes of like, I want to be the grown-up in the room. I want to affect change. But at some point, you have to realize like, this shit's not going to change. There's only so much I can't change here. So time to bounce. Going back to what you said, my day. Oh, yeah, the spin machine of like, we're going to renegotiate it. Uh, Germany, France, and Italy sent out a joint statement that says, and I quote, the Paris Agreement cannot be renegotiated. <laughs> so, I mean, because <laughs> it would set a really bad president if the U.S. leaves and what if India leaves, like, and everybody's going to, oh, like, I'll come back under better terms. Like, it'll be like that forever. They, it'll be a horrible president. So, uh, I loved American mayors, particularly the mayor of Pittsburgh, because when Trump was giving his reasons, quote-unquote, for why he bounced out of the Paris Accord and fucked our nation. He was like, I was elected to represent the citizens of Pittsburgh, not Paris. But you know what Bill uh, Peduto, mayor of Pittsburgh, said on the Twitter machine? And I quote, fact, Hillary Clinton received 80% of the vote in Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh stands with the world and will follow the Paris Agreement. At Hillary Clinton. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, and he, uh, Mayor Bill Peduto, joins other 61 other um, American mayors in major cities, of course, blue cities, saying that they will follow. Hello. I know that they will follow the steps that they had already agreed on to get to the emission levels at their cities. Governor Cuomo of New York joined Governor Brown of California and your boy, Governor Easley of Washington, Carla, to form the U.S. Climate Alliance. What up? For Democratic mayors, or governors, sorry. Yeah, and there's more and more uh, governors signing on. So uh, if you live in one of these three states, I think you should call your governor and say, thanks. If you don't live in one of these states, you should call your governor and say, what up? Why are you not joining this shit? Because it might just take us to save this world. Yeah, and I think Oregon, Oregon has already said they're going to join, and there's a few more states that have said that, they, yes, they will be joining as well. If you live in Florida, remember we get to be we get to vote for someone new next year. Uh, and the mayor of Miami was like, "I'm not sure what I'm going to do yet." Oh, he actually came out of hiding. <laughs> he he said that through someone else. Oh, but we have no one has seen him. <laughs> he still haven't seen him. Boy, that's we still haven't seen him. Speaking of mayors doing cool shit, billionaire and former New York City mayor Michael Bloomberg said. His charity organization has pledged to donate $15 million to cover what Trump is not going to pay this year. That's amazing. Mm-hmm. And then international leaders had some thoughts for the U.S. Emmanuel Macron, who's my newest crush, because he, was, he had a press conference next to Pootie Poot and told him, Sputnik and RT are bullshit. You try to fuck with my election and it didn't work. In his face. And Pudipu was like, I don't know what you're talking about. But I love that. And then he, ha- he had a speech, and he-, he switched from French, and he ended the speech in English with a beautiful line that said, we all share the same responsibility to make our planet great again. I love yep. that. So, yep. And then I thought an interesting tweet, really interesting, from Justin Trudeau, who's also a hottie. He said, we are deeply disappointed that the American federal government has decided to withdraw from the Paris Accord. What I think is really interesting about this is that he didn't say the U.S. 
or the American people. He said the federal government, which is, gives me hope that the rest of the world sees us separate from this idiot, this cancer that's in the White House. Please see us as different. He's not our fault. Especially the three of us, we voted for Hillary. <laughs> <laughs> but isn't that interesting, though? Like, the way he chose to say that, but sad at the same time. <laughs> it's like an abusive child. Like, thank you for seeing me, that it's not my fault. But also, like, oh, shit. <laughs> bueno. I know. You know, I got excited. And um, I already got my popcorn ready. I may have to take a day off of work because we may have to live blog this. But Comey is going to testify in the Senate on June 8th at 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. He felt- Can we get some, like, protection on that man? Yes. Like, I want him well-guarded, safe, someone tasting his food. Yes. Stuff like that. Este se cae, este se cae de la <laughs> <laughs> That's what they tend to do. Uh, I know. He, they just had a heart attack and fell from the fourth floor. What do you mean? That's not normal? <laughs> Maybe he needs to hide behind the drapes. His six foot seven ass just hide behind the drapes. But speaking of like people that have been conspicuously gone, what the hell is going on with Rachel Maddow? She's been off the air this whole entire week, and they won't really say what's wrong with her. Like, what is going on here? We need she's sick. She's she's sick. But it seems kind of serious. I'm like scared because it's Rachel, and she talks a lot of shit about Trump. We ended Thursday night with the Trump crisis taking the Muslim ban to the Supreme Court. We talked about it last week that this was their only hope, and they've asked the Supreme Court to reinstate the Muslim ban. We'll see if they take on the case or if they kick it back, but we'll see to see if they're going to take the case at all. But we'll keep you posted for sure. And then Friday was kind of a lightly reported but still kind of scary news. Trump crisis returned Senate torture report per CNN. CIA Inspector General and Director of National Intelligence returned their copies of the Senate Intelligence Committee's massive 67-page report on CIA's interrogation and detention program under George W. Bush, a Senate aide confirmed to CNN on Friday. The decision means that it's highly unlikely that this report, which concluded that interrogation techniques such as waterboarding didn't really get any useful intelligence from t- t- uh, the detainees, will be made public as long as Republicans uh, in the Senate and the White House are in control. And Democrats are concerned that it may never leave us at a date because they might destroy it. So that's kind of weird and scary all at the same time. Because I feel like that was horrible what happened with George W. Bush and we should probably know so that we don't repeat it. But hey, what do I know? <laughs> and then every Friday, it's like clockwork, like my day you said when we were texting. It's not a Friday if it's not 6 p.m. and there's some kind of breaking news. And the, it was the AP's turn at the wheel. And they said that special counselor for Trump's campaign investigation now includes the Manafort case and may expand to include Jeffrey Beauregard Sessions. It's getting, <sighs> it's getting oh, real yeah. up in here, guys. It's getting real. Right. It's getting hot in here. Please don't take off all your clothes. <laughs> oh, God, no. Uh, and don't send, pictures, don't send viral videos of... <laughs> I'm still be there. Please? Yes, please. Some of us are still traumatized. Brings us to Saturday. Saturday, London Bridge. People were hanging out, enjoying a Saturday afternoon, Saturday evening. And a crazy man started to... They, there were stabbings, and people got run over by a car. It was horrible. Six people were dead, 48 injured. The three terrorists were killed. And this morning, uh, ISIS took credit for it on the Twitter machine. 
uh, I mean, like I can't. I feel like you can't blame people in London for being scared and terrified a little bit. But uh, I don't know. I feel like. I feel like this is kind of like their version of 9-11, you know, like they're they're getting there where they're like so scared because it just happened and it just like they've been attacked so much. But I really yeah. like that like Ariana Grande went to the hospital to see the kids from the Manchester bombing that they had like a beautiful concert earlier today to raise funds. And they raised apparently like nine million dollars for all the people injured and deceased, I'm guessing. So that's 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 amazing. Yeah, it's so sad. Um. But can we just for a minute say that every time that people are awful to each other mm-hmm. in the U.S., whenever you treat someone like below shit, you are helping radicalize them. Those feelings are going to fester and they're going to explode and innocent people are going to pay for them. And if at all of these attacks, these single Single attacks are usually perpetrated by people who were born in the country mm-hmm. and who have experienced years, decades of insults and jokes. And mm-hmm. it's our fault. It's all of our faults. We can't say, oh, they got radicalized. They got radicalized because we as a society have turned our backs on them and have accepted this horrible treatment of people who are, are not like us. Yeah. Yeah. And, and you know what's sad is like the Trump supporters. I don't know where I saw it. They're like, you see, Trump is protecting us from this. It's happening in those countries like London, but not here. Yeah. I mean, and he went on this bullshit Twitter tirade and particularly it pissed me off. I forget the exact, I don't have the exact quote in front of me, but something the effect of like, oh, you see, they're stabbing people. They're not using guns. Have you noticed how we're not having a gun com- conversation? Are you a moron? Because they have gun laws is the reason why they can't get a machine gun. If they had a machine gun, you realize how many more people they could have killed? I didn't know that much. Come on, Andrea, please. But, I mean, it's like, think of Paris. Like, what happened at a Baraklan? They were able to do that because they didn't go stabbing people. They had guns. Mm-hmm. And even though they have really restrictions, they brought them in from elsewhere. Kind of like how right. Chicago gets guns from Illinois because they have, like from Indiana because they have no regulation people bring them into to Chicago they go buy them in Indiana where there's like you can reload so I'm like don't give me this bullshit if we need, don't need to have a gun conversation oh the US has the highest get death rate by guns in the whole world I mean more guns per capita crazy. there's more guns than people in this damn country it's crazy like why do you need 16 guns I, that, that makes no sense and how many toddlers kill themselves or kill other kids Every week in this country. Yeah. But no, let's not talk about that. No, we don't need to talk about that. Yeah, I mean, he he really took it. And then he was fighting with the mayor of London. I'm like, he's a little busy at the time trying to secure people, make them feel better like an actual leader instead of like instilling fear in people. That's exactly what they want. They want you to be afraid. It's such a disgrace. And we're stuck with him. Yeah. You guys, that is the week. We went through it quicker than I thought, but do we want to maybe take a little bit of time? Um, I want to give a personal note for New Jersey is having their governor, their governor primaries June 6th, so be sure to go out and vote. I'll keep you guys posted on that race and see who's going to be the Democratic uh, primary contender for the November elections for governor because we get uh, Chris Christie is going to be out the door because he is term limited, so... November will have elections for 
New Jersey and Virginia, so hopefully we can put those in the wind column for ours. Uh, and I think those are more, more of an easier lift than all the special elections that we have in 2017. So those can definitely be yep. some good resistance wins. June 6th, which is in a couple of days, we'll see an election, a special election in California. I don't expect it's going to be newsworthy. It's uh, Kamala Harris left her post as attorney general. So Javier Becerra, who was uh, the congressman, left his seat to go take her old uh, AG spot for California. He is going to be replaced, but it's a safe Democratic. Obviously, you know, we don't like we, we talked about it last week. You don't leave the post unless you, it's a pretty safe seat. So this is a pretty safe Democratic seat. So it should be pretty smooth sailing. We should get it pretty early in the night, even though it's, you know, West Coast time. Find out that the Democrat won. <laughs> For that special election. So that should be pretty newsworthy. But I feel like maybe next week we can do a quick update on where the Ossoff race is in Georgia. The Georgia 6th and the South Carolina race. This is the same day on June 20th. So we can maybe catch up on those. Yeah, and, and that, that race is going to be really interesting because they're neck and neck. Mm-hmm. And there's a few stories coming out about the unreliability of the voting machines that are going to be used for that race. Because they are so close. Yeah. So that's going to be a really interesting case study. Yeah, I heard that the machines, as well as a lot of people are getting, are finding that they've been trying to early vote because early vote is already happening in Georgia. So if you live in Georgia, know somebody that needs a ride to go vote in Georgia early, make it happen. That a lot of people are are going to vote and finding that they are not on the rolls for no apparent reason. Which is not cool, people. Not cool. Goddamn cross-check. Yeah. I'm sorry my name is Pepita Martinez, like, and it's a yeah. popular name. <laughs> or, or Johnny Smith. My bad. <laughs> but can I get my vote on? Because <laughs> Asa's got to win. <laughs> so I guess we'll wrap up the show, but before we do that, what do you, what do you, what's your money, guys? What are you betting that Comey's going to say? Do we have any thoughts, theories? I mean, as much as I would love for it to be like the thing that breaks the case apart, he's just going to just read his memos and say... He was inappropriately contacting me to uh, get rid of this investigation. That's really all he can say. He didn't. He didn't get very far. Yeah, I think it's for the long haul. I mean, that would be powerful. Because just think about how powerful him actually saying Trump is actually under investigation was. You know what I mean? Like the fact that it's not just quote unquote the fake media, but actually James Comey saying it out of his mouth. That's a big deal. But I, I agree with you. I think I think that because he quote unquote got cleared by Mueller. Molders like, hey, I'm gonna. It's cool if you go talk. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna stop you. But please, this is as far as you can go. I'm assuming he's probably like setting guardrails for him. Mm-hmm. I mean, so far, people have had to like censor themselves with stuff that they say. So mm-hmm. we'll see what happens. Yeah. Now, my other question about Comey: Do you think the White House is going to be stupid enough to try to claim executive privilege and stop him from testifying? Oh, I wouldn't put anything past him. Yeah. They're stupid. I wouldn't yeah. put anything past them, but Trump was also stupid enough that he brought up, uh, he brought up the quote unquote tapes. He brought yeah. up their meetings. Uh, so I mean, how can he claim executive privilege now when he already opened up his big mouth about it? Yeah, but that's Trump trying to say that you know, trying to prove everyone he's in the right. Or maybe it'll just be a stall tactic, like to delay yeah. it. You know what I mean? Oh, we'll see. What actually? I want to ask Maite. Maite, your Cuban family. How do they feel about all this Russia stuff? Yeah, they don't pay. They don't really pay attention to the Russia stuff. That's the thing. Like normal people are not 
they think this Russia stuff is just other stuff that's being put in and there's lies and it's not true. And the Spanish media doesn't really cover all this Russia stuff. So yeah. it's not mainstream. That makes sense. And that also makes me sad. Yeah. I mean, I'm such a nerd, guys, and I'll admit it, but I'm like, I hate when there's, like, breaking news and other news. I'm like, there is no other news. Trump, Russia. <laughs> <laughs> but there is, Andrea. There's so many other stuff going on that they're trying to hide and behind yeah. the Trump, Russia stuff. I know. There are so much going on uh, in every community, where it, from fracking and how that's poisoning the water in Oklahoma to the deportations. I mean, it's just awful. Yeah, they're gonna do a lot of damage. We can't get rid of them fast enough. Yeah, but you know what? I watched Wonder Woman today, and. and? It's amazing. Give us a a review, Carter. Everybody should go see it. It's fabulous. I was just like, I am woman. Hear me roar throughout the whole movie. But also, a couple of things that I absolutely loved. The movie was, uh, the sea was set in in World War I, and the Germans were the bad guys, quote unquote. And I'm watching this movie, and I'm going, no, but the Germans are the good guys now. (laughs) (laughs) Things change. I think the Germany after World War II did an amazing job of really figuring out what went wrong and working through it. And I think that's an example for everybody in the world. I think had the U.S. had a real conversation after slavery about what that meant and had really made reparations to the people who had been victimized by that system it would be in a different spot. The other second thing uh, that I loved is, you know how when you watch a superhero movie, they always have like the Gringolandia centered for the freedom and there's always a goddamn American flag and you're like, okay, enough. Mm-hmm. Oh my God, this movie had very, very little of it. I think I saw like, I noticed one American flag and it was next to a sea of British flags. And it was amazing to be able to see a movie and not have... American exceptionalism like rammed into your brain it's awesome mm-hmm. it was awesome that I absolutely appreciated and the fact that the movie was directed by a woman that it was led by a woman and it just it was amazing like I think everybody should watch it and I hope little girls get to see this and feel inspired that they can kick some ass too kick ass yeah I'm gonna go see it next Ooh, weekend sounds good I'll see when I can get away from the kiddos. Yeah. <laughs> Movie day. Uh, <laughs> well, I um, I did have to, I went away this uh, for three days. We had an amazing, uh, I did an amazing conference with a few uh, volunteers of Camp Rainer about how to, you know, just working with people of color and, immig- and immigrants and reproductive health. And I did have two hours to spare, and I watched Bad Moms, and it felt awesome. Nice. <laughs> Way to go. It felt three days away. I'm like, I have two hours. <laughs> I slept in my own bed. It was nice. nice. No kids no kids on top of me. It was so nice. <laughs> nice. You're like, I can get used to this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, then I come back, and I feel bad. And last night, you're like, so me. cute. I know. Lucas was hugging me the whole night last night. I was Aww. like, okay. He missed mama. <laughs> yes. Nice. 
And the highlight was the jag. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> the rental car. Kalle had no idea what I was talking about before. Not a jag, an actual jaguar, a car. Might have got a pimp ride. I'd be terrified to drive a Jaguar. Why? I don't know. Like, what if I crash it? That shit's expensive. <laughs> Although, that's what um, you have insurance. I rate, I, because in Seattle, I don't have a car, but there's a lot of ride sharing. So they have Reach Now, which is owned by BMW. And I've been driving BMWs a lot lately, and it's sort of like, ooh, I could totally get used to this. Nice. <laughs> oh, and by the way, if you want to resist Trump and, you know, support climate and the environment, take transit. Uh, have you tried taking transit in Miami? Or maybe advocate for more transit. So <laughs> <laughs> you could take transit someday. Yes. <laughs> the turkey meters agree. Get on it, Maite. <laughs> I will, I will. I'll put that in my to-do list. Yes. Take care of vaginas. Advocate for transit. Yeah, your, your hands are a little bit busy at the moment, but, you know, <laughs> see if you can squeeze it in there. Much appreciate it. All right, guys. Let's oh, put a- wait, wait. Before before you we, we, we go ahead, we, like, say bye. Yes. The funniest joke, Maite, I think you're going to love this, was oh. that I saw on Twitter, was that someone tweeted out that they were inserting an IUD and as they were doing it, the woman yelled, fuck you, Paul Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Nice. That is awesome. Yeah, we've had a lot more people asking for IUDs. Yeah, I think it's like the apparently the best kind of like incentive for long-term contraception has been the Trump administration. Trump crisis. Yes. <laughs> Don't give them that much credit. They're Trump crisis. Got to get over this. <laughs> Go get your larks, women. Go get your larks. <laughs> All right, guys. So that's a wrap for the POC podcast, the politics podcast from a POC perspective. We'd love to hear from you guys. Check out our, our website, pocpodcast.com, where we'll have links to the tweets, the pictures, everything that we talked about. It'll all be there. You can follow us on the Twitter machine, at POC Podcast, and we're going to see if we can get Maite on there. Uh, I gotta get on Twitter. To I, I have an account. I have an account. I just don't know how to use it. But I have an account now. We're we're gonna have another Google Hangout session that we're not gonna record, and it'll be me and Carla just driving my day insane about getting on the Twitter machine. <laughs> so follow her on her personal Twitter and that POC podcast, guys. Give her a nudge. You can also check us out on Facebook at facebook.com slash group slash POC podcast. And you can leave us voicemail at 347-709-3247. We'd love for you guys to tell us what you think. If you agree with us, if you disagree with us, we'd love to hear it. We'll play your voicemail, you know, as long as you play nice. We'd love your reviews. We It helps us get more awesome listeners like yourselves. So hit up the iTunes store or Google Play and subscribe and leave some awesome reviews. We'd much appreciate that. And I think that that's the show, guys. Guys, we will uh, be back next week with more show. Awesome. Awesome. Goodbye, everyone. Adios. <laughs> Ciao. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. 
The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.